This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, we review season one of Marvel's Secret Invasion. Plus, Sony flinches first and shuffles their upcoming release schedule amid the Hollywood strikes. Loki season two gets its first trailer. Barbenheimer continues hot at the box office and more. All in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, July 31st, 2023. This is Jason Mewes, and for reasons best left between you and your therapist, you're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, Snooch to the Nooch. Check. Check one. All right. This is for all you fans out there. Let's give it up. Hello, listener. Thanks for pressing play. (laughs) Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's a nerd. And joining us, our very own Super Skrull. He has the combined powers of all the Muppets. And all those uh, felties on Sesame Street. It's Rug Boy. What's up, Rugs? What's up, motherfuckers? How's it going? It's going pretty good. You still drunk? You hungover? How you feeling this week? Uh, I'm not drunk yet. I'm in the process of drinking something. Okay. Good. Mm. Let's see what happens. What are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking something called a truly hard seltzer. Are you, are you, you really don't know that? You, you, you've never had one of those? Uh, what are these? Truly. Yeah. It's hard, it, hard it is seltzer. A, I believe it's a watermelon. Yes. He, you know what? Rugs did inform it's, me yeah. just before that there is now a, like a hard sunny D. That doesn't it's seem right. It's the best thing ever. It doesn't seem right. Why would you make the hard sunny the D? The sunny D fucking hard drink the, is fucking amazing on a nice summer day. Oh, man. I hope the kids don't get that mixed up. Or maybe they want to get it mixed up. Well, I want when the purple stuff comes out. I want that too. purple stuff. Oh, purple OJ, stuff. sunny D. Oh, yeah. Sunny D. Remember those? They were so yeah. excited. Those kids in the refrigerator. I want that purple stuff. <laughs> yeah, I want the purple stuff, too. I don't know why everybody's so crazy drink. about sunny D. That's what it's called. Uh, all right, look, we got a bunch of things to discuss and some MCU TV to review. Let's hit it, you bastards. The Jock and Nerd Podcast. We got to start with the Hollywood strike update. The writers have now been on strike for 90 days. Nine, wow. 9-0. Oh, yeah. shit. While the actor SAG has been on strike now 18 days. So they've only been saggy for 18. Well, they're not as sa- they're going to get saggier. Yeah. Those nuts are going to start hitting the ground soon. Bat wings. Uh, ba- what? Bat wings. Is that what you call yeah, it? Yeah, like when you stretch your ball skin, <laughs> it looks like bat wings. Oh, look, look, it looks like a battering. Is this how Batman yeah. came up with this? A uh, couple of uh, more uh, things uh, that this has caused. The Emmys have been postponed. They were supposed to air in September. The nominations just came out like a few weeks ago. Uh, they will not be airing in September. They don't know when. Maybe November. By the way, did you see those Emmys nominations? There was a lot of shows in there uh, that were nominated. Shows that we reviewed on this show, which was kind of crazy. That genre stuff was getting a lot of love at this really? year. Really? Like what? Last of Us, uh, 24 Emmy nominations. Second only to oh, cool. HBO's Succession in number. 
and wow. and or got a nomination for best uh limited TV series. House of the Dragon got a bunch of nominations. Even and this is the weirdest one, fucking Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan got a nomination wow. for best limited series. I'm like, "Really?" Okay. All right. I uh, yeah, that's weird. I don't know about that, but all yeah. right. I, yeah, I don't know about that one. But it was interesting. All the uh yeah, Last of Us and or House of the Dragon. Anyways, I don't know when the Emmys are happening. Uh, did you guys see the story about The Rock apparently made a seven-figure charitable donation to the SAG-AFTRA fund? Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought that was cool, but and I thought that that was going to prompt other people to do it, right? but no one else did it. Right? That's what like, I thought. Like, if you really wanted to make these fuckers shake in their boots, like all of these rich assholes that are like actors should be like, absolutely. You know, like they, they wipe their ass with a million dollars. You just keep throwing it into the fund. Say, listen, we can keep the strike going on for yeah. a while as long as you want. Where's the right? And when notes. you start bleeding money. Yeah. So uh, on that note, I saw something. I forget where I saw it, but you're already seeing that the, the movie studios, I think for well, one, they're they're delaying stuff. Right. And. Part of it's because they don't have the actors to promote, but also part of it is they're they're stretching out their their movie release schedule because one of uh, some one of the someone some anonymous studio head or someone in power was basically quoted as saying uh, off the record not off the record but like anonymously that their whole plan is to stretch this out as long as possible so that these actors and writers are can't make rent yeah until like they're homeless and they can't yeah. have eat anymore that's ridiculous that is some cold shit that is cold but it's also so business. this is a cold ass war shit but if the actors really wanted to band together and all these rich actors kicked in like you know half a million bucks each right they they could pay these all these small time actors who can't afford to lose their jobs like they then if the goal is to make these these uh corporations or these studios accountable like that's how you do it. Absolutely. Where's your Nicole Kidman's and your Tom Cruises and your Ryan Reynolds and all these rich fucks? Everybody chip in a million, two million. You can afford it. SAG said this is the single largest donation they've ever gotten since they started in 1980. Why do you think Dwayne Johnson did it? I think this a little bit. Some of this is image control, damage control, because, you know, he had some uh, questionable things with the Black Adam and his image was being dirtied a little bit. I I think part of it is let me get back in the good graces of my. So Will Smith going to cut a check or Holy what shit, you Will Smith should he could he could get away with everything. Just give him fucking a couple million. Will. Yeah, Will, come on. Pony up, dude. R- regardless of his motivation, he did it. Yeah, right. But nobody so else. Did. He, he put his money. He put his money yeah. on the line for it. So. It doesn't matter if he had the most nefarious reason sure, for doing no, it. He yeah. did it. And a couple more of those, they can absolutely have a chance of waiting oh, out. Oh, need more than a couple the, more the studios. Yeah, maybe a little. But it would help. It'll help uh, yeah. if the studios want to starve them out and uh, freeze them out that long. So regarding the uh, re- release delays, Sony is the first studio to fuck around with their schedule. No surprise. Oh, shit. They are the first ones to start moving things around. Here's what they did. Craven the Hunter, who they just released a trailer for. We watched the trailer. We we're like, what is this movie? It's moved. It was supposed to come out this year, October 2023. It's now coming out August 30th, 2024. Over a year away. That is also not a great weekend. It's a Labor Day weekend. Uh, the Notoriously bad weekend to release big stuff. So that's interesting. 
Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse been pulled off the schedule and not even been given a new date. It is TBD right now. And I never thought they were going to hit that March 9th, 2024 deadline anyways. Like, I don't think they recorded any of the audio. And there were stories that came out that like 100 animators quit uh, when they were making the part two. And everyone is overworked. And I was like, there's no way they're making another one in a year. These fucking movies take five years to make. So that does not have a date anymore. Here's what's weird. Madam Web opens two days earlier on Valentine's Day, February 14th. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife also pushed from December this year to March. Bad Boys 4, given a date, June 14th. Jesus. 2024. Venom 3 gets a date. It is coming out July 12th, 2024. And then Gran Turismo pulling a weird move. It was supposed to come out on August 11th. Instead, it's going to do preview screenings for that week, and it'll open wide August 25th. They are hoping the fans help them promote the movie because their actors can't. So mm. that's a lot of stuff. Comment? Thoughts? Uh, it's kind of a pretty shitty end of the rest of the year. Yeah, yeah. I think. Do you think more things are going to get moved out? Well, there's, oh, yeah. there's, you know, there's the Marvels, there's Dune two, there's Aquaman. I heard Dune two, the IMAX president said it's not moving, okay, because he wants those IMAX screens. He doesn't want to give them up. That makes sense. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Marvels moves just because they're yep. not, they don't have the actors to yep. promote this thing. Although. Maybe you don't want Brie Larson. Right, as we, said as, yes, as we discussed last week. Yeah, it could be a win-win, but who knows? <laughs> um, but I feel like more, it's it's, yeah. it's it's kind of, we talked about this last week, but we're seeing it. Like, you had a great run of movies. Oh, yeah. You had the Albarbenheimer thing. You had Mission Impossible. Sound of Freedom is, is still doing, Sound of Freedom has made more money in the U.S. than Mission Impossible for what it's worth. That's crazy. So you, you have this buzz around the movie theaters, and there's, nothing to take advantage of it there's nothing that's coming out that people are going to want to see i mean what's the biggest thing coming out next blue beetle uh blue beetle teenage mutant ninja turtles teenage maybe. mutant ninja turtles is getting good reviews yeah yeah that that's gonna do okay yeah that is it's crazy that movie is 97 percent on rotten tomatoes making it the highest we might have to we might have to review it the highest rated turtles movie Oh yeah, uh, I'll it, watch that. that. It's got a crazy cast and uh, but Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg writing. I love their stuff. I don't know if I like that, but like, yeah. And I'm kind of starting to turn weekend. on Seth Rogen right now. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. But it is happening, and like you said, Anthony, I think the studios are saying, "Look, we're gonna have this gap coming up as every day goes on, so let's slide all this shit out and put more space between it and push everything back." Is the only thing they can really do. Mm-hmm. Or push things back and hope that it's resolved by then. But we might see more go out to the did, theaters. Did you now. see uh, the Universal? This was like maybe a week ago, but uh, they were trying to already recreate the Barbenheimer bells. Yes. How? September 29th, Saw 10 and Paw Patrol both come Oh my out. God. So they, That's, they were no, releasing you can't, a hashtag called Saw Patrol. No, no, you can't force this, it happens <laughs> organically. You can force it, but you just can't let anyone know that you're forcing That's it. That's true. Break, appear yeah. like yeah. it is like some kind of groundswell. Well, but here's the problem. I saw other reports that social media influencers are also being warned. SAG has essentially told them, if you want to be ever in SAG in the future, you will not 
promote any movies if you are a social media influencer. I don't think that that's we count under under that. I think we 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 don't, don't count. <laughs> Did you we don't count at any count? <laughs> no. Did you just like, put us in there? Yeah. No. I don't know. I mean, the social media. What movies are we planning? On, what movies were you planning on acting? In yeah, I mean, no, how are we not, gonna affect anything? I'm, I'm saying it's the people who get invited to these premieres and they do these like contracted sponsorships with studios that you know. But they said you can still review movies and talk about movies. And I just got a nice picture of Imran's like perception we have of to this shut show. Down? Oh boy. <laughs> Are we influencing you to pick your butthole? It, it, it would be great if Imran had this warped perception of our influence and was going to himself. Man, I, I don't know if we can do the show. I don't, think, have to I don't think Imran down. figured out that I do this show because I just want to talk to people. <laughs> <laughs> he's just here killing time because he has no other friends. Yeah, I, I got nothing else to do. Anyways, whatever, that plan may not work either. You can't force that shit. Remember when that Minions movie came out and all those fucking kids showed up in tuxedos? That was weird, but that was also organic. I don't think it was forced. Yeah, I, I don't see. Studios might try to push this, but the, the beauty of it was it was organic and it happened. And also, it'd be kind of tough because you'd have to have the studios working with one another. Right, 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 right. You know. Studios don't normally just release two movies that they want to do well on the same day, like yeah. the same studio. So you'd have two studios working together. And oh, it's the same studio. Yeah, that it's just you can see. No, I'm saying that. I'm saying yeah. no, it's not the same studio. That no. doesn't happen. Oh, yeah. But you would have to then have the studios working with each other, and they don't they don't give a shit if the other movie does well. Yeah, they want their movie to do well. So the, it this whole. This was a, a phenomenon that I don't know can be easily recreated. I, no, I don't think I don't think you can catch this lightning again. It just it just happened in a miraculous way. Anyways, listener, let us know what you think about all these delays. Join this conversation. You can join our Facebook group. It's called Jock and Nerd Nation. Jock and Nerd. There is a link in the episode description. It is a closed, exclusive group for just for you, listener. We're all there. Get in there, geek it out. All right. Well, you know what is coming out. What's that? Marvel TV shows, whether we want them to or not at this point. We'll get into that later. But we have a new trailer and a release date for Loki season two hitting Disney Plus October 6th. This trailer just dropped. Anthony. Yes. Uh, what'd you think uh, watching this? We see a lot of returning faces and some interesting things happening and some new people. I, I didn't I didn't mind it. Uh, Loki season one was was all right for me. I, I thought it ended pretty well. Um, I thought it was one of the uh, of the lot. It was one of the better Marvel shows they had, and I sure. think this trailer looked pretty good. Yeah, uh, seeing a uh, dude from Harris uh, from Indiana Jones. Hey, we Kwan. No, what's what's his name in that movie? Short round. Data. Short round. Short round. And, no, he's Data in Goonies. <laughs> Goonies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His voice just makes me smile. He's great. Short round. Um, yeah, it looked pretty. I mean, it looked it looked entertaining. Um, Curious to see, they. It was curious that they had Kang, yep. aka Jonathan Majors, in the trailer. He's so still they're, Kang. Not, they're not really shying away from it too much. Nope. nope. I think there is a, a little bit. There is an interesting story to tell. Um, but we'll get into my Marvel overall Marvel yes, thoughts later. That's the this, thing. This, this show looks all right. Looks all right. Rugs, are you excited? Loki is time slipping. It looks like Sylvie and Ravona are back. This one also six episodes, but I love the first season and this looks great. What do you think, Rugs? I feel like it's going to be okay. Like, I'm not really like anticipating it. In fact, like 
a lot of my enthusiasm for Marvel shows are, are like, like I know I'm not going to get anything special. Yeah. Kind of like I know what to expect. I, it, for me, it's just a way to f- like kind of be a completist and fill in time. Yeah. So uh, do I feel like I should watch it? Yeah. Am, am I like excited to watch it? Yeah. But like not <laughs> like there's not a lot of enthusiasm for me on this. I mean, well, and we'll get into Secret Invasion, but I think, you know, it's uh, they're kind it's of just weird, like burning people out a little bit. Yeah. It's just like when you're getting stuff and you know that it's going to be like just all right. Like, you know, it's just like hard to get excited because like the whole thing about when Marvel, the Marvel shows were coming out. We didn't know what we were going to get because WandaVision was so unique and yep, then the next yep. one came out and the next one was different. But we now we know like what Loki is. And it was fun, but at the same time, it was just Loki. You know, they did the the same kind of stuff where, like, he gets kicked in the nuts a thousand times. Yeah, but Tom Hiddleston is a female Loki. There's a female Loki. I love Owen Wilson. There's a time stream, and then they're going to introduce stuff, and then you're like, hey, they're introducing all this great time stuff. It's going to have some repercussions in the Marvel Universe. And and nothing happens. Yeah. I mean, we saw the end of that post credit scene of Ant-Man Quantumania. They showed us uh, Prime Kang in the 30s or whatever, and that's kind of in this show. So Victor Timely. Victor Timely. That's right. And it was Timely Comics, and then it became Marvel Comics. But are you excited for Kang? Because you've already seen Kang in Ant-Man. So, like, the, it's underwhelming. Yeah. Like, there's no mystery left in Kang for me. I'm excited to see Loki's shenanigans because Hiddleston's great, and his chemistry with yeah. his people are great. Okay. And like this has like a Wes Anderson vibe. Some of the set, it's weird, and the color and like the palette. Um, but hmm. this one actually looks. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Right, I didn't notice a, the yeah. Wes Anderson vibe. It's very Wes Andersony with these, but it looks better than some of the stuff we've been getting. So hopefully, the first one is great. Hopefully. I'm gonna like lower my expectations and hope. Hopefully, hopefully. I'm pleasantly surprised. Hopefully, as- okay. Does this surprise you? Let's move on to. Meanwhile, over in Star Wars Disney TV Land. Uh, Donald Glover is going to be writing this Lando TV show and starring in it with his brother, Emmy-winning actor-writer Donald Glover. It's all in. Hmm. Childish Landino. Childish Landino. (laughs) Listen, as long as he fucks a robot during the season, I'm good. Uh, You got to at least have... Yeah, he's going to get some robot tushy. Yeah, you got to have him get some robot can, literally. (laughs) Um, but you know, same thing with Star Wars. There, they've given us a lot. Some of it great, some of it not so good. Didn't uh, didn't uh, Glover write ATL or was involved with ATL yeah, yeah. in some He's, like major way? Yeah, yeah. He got a lot of Emmy nominations for acting in it and writing it and other things. So okay, and so he won a bunch. He's of got Emmys. some juice with that. Uh, I mean, it's exciting that he's into this character he created for Solo, which it you know it's a movie. It's not bad actually. We did shit on it a lot, but then I watched it again. And I was like, eh, it's okay. I just, I never thought all this shit happened in the it's same day. A, it's I. Right. It was just very convenient. Yeah. Very contrived. Uh, Anthony, you a Childish Gambino fan? Does this do anything for you? If Donald Glover is this? No, 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 yeah? no. Come on. Nothing. It's Glover. Nothing. But uh, Star Wars. Star Wars is, is um, I mean, other than Andor, Star Wars is in. As almost as bad a shape as DC right, Entertainment. Right. So or, I, I have nothing, and I'm not a Star Wars fan, as I've said 75 million times. So 
not this does really nothing for me. Well, I mean, what when, what is this about? Is Lando isn't like Lando a pansexual dude or some shit? Ah, yeah, I don't know, know what they're going he's, with now. He's a scoundrel, <laughs> young Lando. Don't is they, a they, isn't the latest thing is they they making him pansexual? No, he's bangs robots. He, yeah, yeah. He's isn't a, that pansexual? That's, I don't a, know. that's it, everything. Well, that's like, no, that pansexual is when you just fuck pans. Oh, oh, oh yeah. so what about that? Like, yeah, okay, you just go just into the, the dishwasher and yes. just start putting your dick in it. Gotcha. That makes sense. <laughs> I don't know. I think pansexual means you do fuck anything. Yes, you fuck all. I'll fuck anything that moves. Just like Dennis Hopper in Blue Velvet. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You fuck all. Pan meaning all sexual. So Does it have to move? I don't, I don't know. know. Do you ever see those people that said they, that they're in love with buildings and they fuck buildings? Oh, Bane did that on the Harlequin show. Uh, okay, so it does. Okay, so the, it's a thing. They're building fuckers? <laughs> I know there's car fuckers. Isn't that a thing? <laughs> that was in that movie Crash, wasn't it? I don't know. Anyways, Is that true? These are all very kinky fetishes. It's a different podcast. Let's check in <laughs> with the Barbenheimer box office because holy shit, this thing uh, what had a strong opening weekend and a really strong... Second weekend. It's saving, single-handedly saving the cinema. Move over, Tom Cruise. So, Barbie, second weekend, makes $93 million. Oh, shit. In its second weekend, that is a drop of only 43%. So, so far, it is sitting at $351 million domestically, $774 million worldwide, $780 now, in just about 10 days. Wow. It's easily going to hit a billion dollars. I have no wow. doubt. Isn't Damn. it unfathomable? Isn't, isn't that crazy? Meanwhile, Oppenheimer also doing great. It's now at 174 million domestic, 405 million worldwide. Combined, these two movies have uh, pulled in over a billion dollars in just like the last 10 days. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, it's good. I mean, it's good. Like what we talked about earlier, though, it just it's too bad there's. This is helping the theaters post COVID. This is a great thing, but there's just there's nothing else. But yeah, is it going to be maybe Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles will do well? I mean, Mario Mario did well, so hopefully Teenage Mutant Mutant Ninja Turtles does well. But I mean, that's interesting. I don't know. Uh, I if the the turtles are going to be as popular as that Mario movie that makes no. made over a billion dollars. Well, look, uh, Turtles is a big IP. They've been but around just as long as Mario. I also, also think that they've they've had so many iterations through yeah, the years that, that they've kind of like they're 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 like really squeezing every drop out of it. They're really like running it through the mill. So almost lost its identity. There are so many different. Yeah, they went. Of this. They were just saturating the market with the same shit all the time. So I feel like. There's this one. It's like they're kids, which is great because they're teenage. It's in the name. So I love that they're being voiced by actual teenagers. That's different. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Dude, first of all, the cast is crazy. John Cena, Jackie Chan is in it as Splinter. You got Seth Rogen, Paul Rudd, Maya Rudolph, Giancarlo Esposito, Ice Cube, Post Malone, Hannibal Burris. Uh, music by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. I also heard that, uh, you know, in the trailers, there's a lot of great hip hop. I'm, I, and it looks like the animation, right? It looks like Into the Spider-Verse. So the fact that it's at 97% on the Rotten Tomatoes meter with a 64 reviews, it's kind of, it's kind of wild. It's kind of got me intrigued. Like, what is this movie? 
But I don't think, I mean, the Haunted Mansion came out and it, it did not do anything much. You want well, I can spoil something for you right now. Okay. One of the Spoiler. things that yeah. irks Spoiler. me. Yeah. So, <laughs> according to Turtles lore, uh-huh. you know, uh, the reason why they're ninjas is because, uh, you know, the rat, you know, Splinter. Yeah, he knows about nin- ninjutsu. He's he, like, a, he was either a pet rat or something. Wasn't he, was, he like a protege of Sato Shredder back? Or right? he's, it's either that he was the, he was a guy and got turned into a rat and mutated into a rat or he was a rat that mutated into a guy. Uh-huh. Either way, both of those incarnations uh-huh. knew ninjutsu. Uh huh. You want to know how they learn ninjutsu now? Uh, YouTube? Yes. Oh my God. Oh, get the fuck. Are you serious? No. Yes. No. How do you know this? Because I, I watched the review. Oh shit. Wait. So Splinter doesn't teach them? What the fuck is this? I guess he does. I guess he learns it from YouTube. I don't know. I don't know. I just well, feel like they're. They're trying so hard to make it relatable to stupid kids. <laughs> when you don't got it, it just, uh, just fuck, fuck them. Listen, I learned, <laughs> it might be a good movie. It might be it a good movie, be but I just think that that's just lame. Just, I'm sorry. Lame. I, this, look, I learned how to drive a manual drive transmission car from YouTube. It was fantastic. So Did you really? Yeah. Because like my wife taught me, she had one, and I was kind of getting it. And then I was like, let hey. me watch some videos. Yeah. If I was going to go and like uh, uh, do an operation on you, do you want me to learn from YouTube? I mean, if- no, I mean, <laughs> driving a car and doing ninjutsu is two different things. <laughs> That's true. There might be a nice. You've been trained for like years. Sit- and you have to like master all kinds of shit. You can learn on YouTube. Great yoga videos. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. The video told me this is all you got to know. Drive a stick shift. Clutch is home. One dude said that, and then it all clicked. I was like, oh. Like, I watched I Ty Bo video. It was with Billy Blanks. Now let me fucking be a fucking master killer. Yes. <laughs> so, um, Imran, are you basically now Dominic Toretto? Uh, yeah. I can he, drift backwards down. Should we just call yes. you Imran, Imranic Toretto? <laughs> yes. Family, y'all. <laughs> all right. Listen, I'm strapping a bag vault to the back of Imran's yeah. car. I wanted to fuck shit up. I wanted to drive in that NASCAR race in Chicago. I was like, let me in there. I'll pull the e-brake. I'll turn it. Javetto. No, Tom Cruise is a better driver than all of us. That's the thing. Okay. This fun stuff, but we need to end this news segment with some sad news. Some There's some major celebrity deaths this week. Oh, Jesus Christ. So I know, but we got one of them hits home. I'm, I'm going to start with uh, Sinead O'Connor, who was only 56, uh, passed away this week. Cause of death uh, has not been released. It's very interesting. Do you want to do you want to throw stuff out there? Well, yeah, I feel like I know because here, look, here's the thing, right? She also, she, uh, she died a Muslim. She converted to Islam in 2018. Whoa. That was cool. That's it. That wasn't it. Her son had committed suicide in 2020. He was 17. So I don't know if she was depressed or if it was suicide. I feel herself. like she might have been either, you know, in a really bad shape mentally and yeah. probably on some kind of. Some kind of cocktail, you think? That went awry. Yeah. That's what. I, that's my guess. I'm. I don't know how, how sure I am. Yeah, they that. haven't released it. But man, what a talent, right? What a voice. Of course, nothing compares to you. And there's other songs. I love. Uh, this is the last day of our acquaintance. I remember watching Saturday Night Live when she fucking ripped up the picture of the Pope. That shit was wild. Yeah, she was right too. And she was all the things she was saying ended up being right, and uh, she did yeah. not get a lot of support. 
But, it, you know, now posthumously, everyone is like going to be supporting her and playing her music. Apparently, there's a really good, I haven't watched it yet, really good documentary on Showtime. Came out last year about her life. Yeah. I do want to watch that. You know, one thing I'll say about Sinead is she had, she had integrity and not a lot of people That's have right. that. That's right. Even famous people or just regular people have Absolutely. It now, especially now. She had, Zero. Yeah. So she wouldn't just say stuff to get people to like her. She would. She didn't give a fuck. And that's what I expect about her. Yeah, she and so young, too, which is crazy uh, that uh, she was only 56. Then the other one I know uh, part of my childhood, I know, is part of Ruggs childhood. uh, Paul Rubens. Fucking Pee Wee Herman, dude. Pee Wee Herman. 70 years old was battling cancer quietly. Nobody knew. Uh, and of course, I mean, he was- he's had he's had quite a strange past. You know, he got in trouble for jerking off in a movie theater, which I don't hold Ooh, against him. Jesus Christ. Yeah, he was in, yeah. he was in a porn theater. That's what you go to he, do yeah. in the porn theater. Back when they had them in <laughs> and, like in, in Times Square so, and shit. Yeah. No, no. He was in like Sarasota, Florida, oh, in a porn theater. Okay. And he was jerking off because <laughs> yep, yep. he's gay and he went yep. to, you know, do gay stuff. Gay. It, That's why he's jerking off. No, he was trying to like because he was he was in the closet. I think he was like trying to find oh. some action, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just guessing. This is how I. This is how I dream about I it. I shouldn't be laughing, but the way you just said that, he was jerking off because he was gay. No, no. I think he was like trying to find some action. <laughs> I know, I know. Like he was cruising for some dude, like some a hookup or something. And this is like this was in the '90s, way before social media. Oh, Somehow it gets out everywhere, and uh, he kind of, you know, is he like, doesn't get canceled. <laughs> he has to. <laughs> so anyway here's the thing though do you remember when the first appearance after that when he comes back as pb herman at the mtv like music awards he gets a huge he comes out a huge applause and his first line is actually hilarious he's like anybody heard any good jokes and everybody just starts (laughs) cracking up i was like it's fucking brilliant dude but Pee Wee's Playhouse ran from 1986 to 1990 i fucking woke up every morning to watch this on saturday morning you forgot the second uh, fucking scandal that he had. What was the second one? <laughs> the second scandal, which is <laughs> which is interesting. So Pee Wee is like this huge. I mean, Paul Rubens is this huge collector. Yeah. Right. He collects all kinds of shit. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, so Fubi, kaiju stuff, toys. Oh. Uh, and, and, and he like a million things. And one of the things that uh, many of the things he collected was photography. Oh, boy. Right. And art photography. Yeah. Anyhow, they raided him and he was going to make this exhibit and they raided him and they looked at the photography. And they found some like photographs that could be considered, you know, there, there's some minors in the photographs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyhow, so they were going to try and bust him for like pornography. Jeez, when did that happen? And uh, that was in 2004. Oh, shit. But um, he he just like said, fuck it. He paid the fines for because there wasn't like. I don't think it was bad enough that they could have really done anything with it, but right. it was like it was enough that he made the newspaper. So he uh, that's another one that I just want to point that out. Jeez, I didn't, yeah, I, like, he yeah. So body's not so, even cold. Stopping. <laughs> well, look, but now that we listen, put all this dirty listen, listen like there, yeah. this is all going to come out next week. Right. Like, because you know what happens is like yeah. everybody's like a, a love fest. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the next week, it's like all the fucking people come in, chime in, like, let me ruin like ruin the party but um what does people what a eulogy what, from what, Chuck and her now the way the, the, what i'll say is is that <laughs> he, he he was hilarious yeah he was very inclusive 
and very imaginative. And if you like SpongeBob or any of those cartoons, yeah. he was a living cartoon before those things were around. Absolutely. He had puppets. He was like, yeah, he was the model. Yeah. Yeah. He loved puppets. Yeah. He's one of my people with puppet people. Uh, he had a very interesting artist that designed all of his sets. And I think that that inspired like I mean, uh, Tim Burton because he kind of kept that whole theme. Yeah, Tim Burton did that first right. movie. Yeah, yeah. This the same artist that worked on uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure was working with Tim Burton for years. So like, it's just like uh, he's he, he's kind of mixed in with Tim Burton. He's got his own thing, and um, yeah, he's, he was like Pee Wee's Big Adventure is like a staple of my childhood. I'll rem- I'll, I'll tell the story again. I know I've told it before. Is that I went to go see with my best friend and his mom. And his mom was was like uncontrollably laughing through the entire thing. Like she could not like hold her shit together. <laughs> she just and I'm like, what? And it, and and I was like, wow, this lady thinks this shit is funny. <laughs> and uh, I was like, wow, she had a great time. And I thought it was funny for completely different reasons. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so he definitely yeah. had this sense of humor where kids would love it. And it, there was stuff for adults in there and it was blended in perfectly. Right. Like. You could enjoy the fucking silliness. He broke a lot of actors, had them on his show before they were big, like Sandra Bernhardt, Lawrence Fishburne was Cowboy Curtis. Phil Hartman was on there before he got well, big. Phil Hartman helped create Pee-wee's Big. Oh, he did. He was Playhouse. writing it with him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Natasha Leone, Jimmy Smith, Rob Zombie was a production assistant, and John Singleton was a security guard before he made fucking Boys in the Hood. Uh, That's right. On the show. So, but he was. And- yeah. In an episode of Pee Wee's uh, Playhouse, yeah. they show Gamera. Oh, they did. You know when they do the thing where he puts like he he has like the magic screen come on and yeah, they yeah. watch like a little movie. Yeah, yeah, they watch Gamera oh and Gamera's God. doing like you know when he's doing like the uh, the flips, like he's doing a gymnast oh, yeah. flip. And, and like uh, Gamera they show versus that uh, Giron. Yeah, was it Giron? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, there was a whole like, and he always had Godzilla. You watch Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Godzilla is always in the background. And he's in the movie. He falls down into the they, they they he rides through a Godzilla production as they're filming it and everything. So he loved Godzilla. So like a like a high like a high knee ho. You had Jombie. Uh but Ruggs, he was more than Pee Wee. Do you have any favorite uh roles outside of Pee Wee? Wasn't he in Happy Days? He was in Buffy the Vampire. He was, Slayer. In Buffy the Vampire he was Slayer. Oswald Cobblepot's dad. Yep. And yep. Batman Returns. He what was, else was he? He in? was the spleen in Mystery Men. That was hilarious. That's right. Uh, what else he did he did do? a lot of voice acting Mid- for a lot of cartoons Midnight Madness he was in that movie he Batmite and uh, he's on the Voltra he did a lot lot he was in Gotham for a couple of episodes yes that's true oh yeah I remember that that was weird yeah he was uh, he was always doing like I think he was on like uh, the blacklist too oh a couple was he yeah. yeah yeah he did uh, oh he did a voice in Rebels the man did a lot of stuff he's got a lot of credits he was just more than Pee Wee but Pee Wee was what is now an iconic character like, who doesn't know Pee Wee Herman? So we had to remember Paul. Did you ever see the new Pee Wee Herman movie? Uh, I think so. I did. That Where Joe Manganiello yes, becomes yes. Pee Wee Herman's best friend. Was that Big Holiday? That's the last one. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still good. Still good. The that's, Alamo, that's the bicycle, really... the truck driver lady. What was her name? Big Bertha, her face. Oh, uh, Marge. Marge. Yes. Large Marge. Large Marge. Uh, he's, yeah, it's all that. It's fucking great. It's a great movie. The first movie. So, anyways, sad ending to the news, but we will take R.I.P. Well, there's one more. You guys mentioned Sinead O'Connor and yeah. Paul Rubin. There is, right? yeah, there is one more. 
Who is it? Uh, this guy, I don't know if you, anyone who watches Euphoria, but this dude, Angus Cloud, I also passed away. Yeah, 25. Yeah. From Euphoria. I don't know who, is, I, I don't know who he's it, either. Euphoria's what a popular did, show. Yeah. What did he do? Does it say? What happened? What did it say? I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just saw crash. it on Instagram. Mm. What a cause of death. Let's see. Let's see here. I think it was substance abuse. Possible overdose. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, possible overdose. Nine one one call for possible overdose. Yeah, that's three. These things happen in three. There's the third one. Jesus. Wow, that's really, really, really crazy. That's like three. I thought this was four. No, Sinead, Paul, and this guy. Oh, Paul Rubin. I, I didn't realize Paul Rubin's name was Pee. That's Pee Wee. No, it's not two separate people. You <laughs> motherfucker. What the fuck? Come on. Well, you guys shit on the guy for the first <laughs> half of it. I I stopped paying attention once you once you started defending him jacking off in the theater. <laughs> Well, if you go into a porn theater, <laughs> what are you going to do? do. That, that's this is what before it's there the internet. For. Yeah, that's what people did. It was, the, <laughs> it was the style at the time. That's all. Do, do we, you have we, those in Chicago, Anthony? I don't know. I, I, like, never, like a, I don't know if I've heard about a porn theater. I don't know no, where like, they would have been here. In New York, there's like theater. There's yeah. like places where you could go. Back in the day, they have like oh, peep yeah. shows. They were in Times Square for fuck's sake up until you the walk 90s. walk in, right? Yeah. And it's just a booth and, the, and then like the shade lifts up and there's like a naked lady dancing. And then oh, all yeah. you, and you just. I've heard of this. Oh, my and God. That, and One time I was living in New York and in the Village Voice, <laughs> there was an article about the, the guy who is the jizz mopper in these places. Yeah. And he wrote oh, this God. whole article about what it's like to be a jizz mopper in the fucking picture. <laughs> it was amazing. It was so fascinating. <laughs> Anyways, that concludes the obituary section of the Junkanut podcast. We did our best. We're going to take a quick break, <laughs> play some promos. I'm glad Anthony. We're going to come yes. back, talk about Secret Invasion on Disney Plus right after this. Attention podcast listeners and YouTube watchers. I'm Logan, the host of Mostly Superheroes, a weekly pursuit for the world's best stories with an emphasis on live action superhero stuff. Every week, join me, PC Mike, The Giggler, Scotty Scoop, and Carrie as we talk MCU, DCU, books, TV, movies, and more. MostlySuperheroes.com is where you want to be. Watch us on YouTube, listen where you get your podcast, and we'll see you Monday. Sunday on Patreon. Enjoy the rest of the show. What's up? This is Brian, and I'm the host of Citizens of Pawnee, a Parks and Recreation podcast. That's right, a podcast dedicated to my favorite TV show, Parks and Rec. Every week I discuss my favorite things about the show, which include character breakdowns, episode rewatches, and other random facts and tidbits about the show. You can find me on Instagram at Citizens of Pawnee Podcast and listen wherever you get your podcast now. You will literally love it. Listener, if you enjoy the show, you are a fan of the podcast. Make sure you sign up for our awesome Patreon fan club. Visit visit jockanerd.com slash Patreon. Jockanerd. And you can give back and there's tiers, there's benefits. You get access to a bonus exclusive podcast feed. Where the shows come out early, there is bonus content, instant reactions, fun things over there. Uh, you can join us for our monthly Discord hangouts where we geek out. The next one is scheduled for August 24th, Thursday. Uh, and there's also a You Pick It tier where you can pick any movie for us to watch and review on the show. A lot of fun stuff, and you'd be giving back and helping us out. And we appreciate everybody's continuing support. You guys are amazing. The best fans ever. Jockey nerd. Give him that again. Anyways, let's get to. 
<laughs> Shut the fuck up. What are you laughing? It's not funny. Uh, what are we doing? Yes. Review time. This week, we'll be looking at the entirety of the Secret Invasion TV show on Disney Plus from Marvel Studios. Here are your spoilers. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. This would be the ninth MCU Disney Plus TV series that has come out based on the 2008 Marvel Comics storyline of the same name, of course, Secret Invasion. Uh, on, on Rotten Tomatoes, you know, I don't like usually check like TV shows, but then you have like all the Marvel properties. So this one, I'm like, let me take a look. It's sitting at 55% uh, tomato meter. This is one of officially the lowest rated. It is the lowest rated MCU show and one of three of the lowest rated MCU things. Joining, I think, Eternals and Ant-Man Quantumania being rotten. It's a green splat, people. It's a green splat, okay? Uh, this show ran six episodes, budget reportedly $212 million for these six episodes. show is created by Kyle Bradstreet, who worked on Mr. Robot. It's a very good show. Uh, every episode directed by Ali Salim, of course, starring Nick Fury, uh, Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. You got Ben Mendelsohn, uh, stacked cast here. Kingsley Benadir, uh, Dermot Mulrooney, Olivia Coleman, Don Cheadle, Amelia Clark, uh, lots of big names and things going on here. Anthony. Yes. What happens in uh, these six episodes of the secret invasion here? Oh, oh, okay. This move, this movie. Excuse me. This is a, as you said, six epi- episode show where scrolls have been living amongst us, and they are pissed because Nick Fury left them on Earth and reneged on his promise. So now they want to cause World War Three to blow up to kill everyone on Earth so that they can live here. That's basically it. And we got Nick Fury has to stop them. It's a secret, and it's an invasion. Yeah. Uh, Rugs, did you like binge all of this in one sitting? How'd you how'd you swallow this? I know you didn't watch it weekly. Two big gulps, Imran. Uh, two big gulps. Okay. Yeah, I it, did like one like large. I did three episodes, and then three episodes on another day. Which is it, it's probably a great way because these the run times of these episodes all over the place from anywhere from like fifty, forty, thirty five, thirty eight short fucking episodes. It's kind of weird. Uh, anyways, Anthony, let's start with you before okay. we get into the things that happen in the finale. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you think overall when the show ended? I'm like rubbing my eyes right oh, now. Oh, God. In anticipation of, of talking about this. Um, it's giving me a migraine. You know, um, I, I've, I've defended Marvel for a while. And I feel like what we're seeing now with Marvel is death by a thousand cuts. Oh boy! And um, yeah, I, I have to. The, the, my initial thought is they 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 just need to fucking stop doing television. Oh shit! It's it's just it's. Lobby I thought it was God. a good idea when when COVID hit and we had nothing to watch and when WandaVision came out, but it's clear to me. The TV shows, the the Disney Plus thing. I don't know if it's entirely Marvel Marvel's decision. I think Disney needed content. Yeah. And they forced Marvel to put stuff on Disney Plus. Yeah. But it's clear to me that, that they can't make good TV shows, and it's just sapping their creative energy from everything else. And I think this came out 
this isn't really part of Iger's new this regime. This is the JPEG so, stuff. Yeah, so this is still, I th- there's still time to kind of course correct, but golly, this this was this was um, it just was it wasn't even that it was horrible, right? It was just so meh that like I mean I I was watching this show on Sunday, like Saturdays, Fridays. I wasn't watching it when it would come out. I. I didn't even care. Yeah, it got to the point where I've got I got with the CW shows where I started watching them just because I had to watch them for the show, and then eventually I phased out. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean it's mm. it's a mm. it's an interesting premise. I think there's a, a a good story there, but it's just very slow, very boring, very vanilla. Not committed to really doing anything. Lots of stuff that. There's a lot of told history, not shown history, mm. a lot of half-baked ideas. It's just completely vanilla, and it ends in just like shit. I mean, it's just not, there's there's just, it's just not a good show. It's just not, it's just not good. I don't, and I, I'm already, I'll already state, I'm debating in my head by the end of this, if it's worse than She-Hulk or not. Jesus, it's um, surprising. But, yes. But yeah, it just, it's a, at this point, it's it's what Marvel does on TV, and and it's not even getting any better. And they they, you said it was two hundred million dollars. I, I don't know where the money even. I went. have no idea. But um, I mean, there's no. There's like some there's like some hints of decent stuff, but there's no style. There's no. They're not fully committed to the espionage spy uh, political thriller thing. They're not really committed to anything in this they're just kind of going through the motions and it shows so i i'd love to get into it deeper but that's my opening thought okay okay i'm kind of with you there uh i will just say yeah at the end of this six episode run my first thought in my head was what the fuck happened look great performances right great cast there's some bits of great dialogue here and there but wow what a wasted potential what a fucking sloppy execution. I, I'm surprised that they haven't figured out how to fucking do television yet. I am surprised that they did not think out this scroll thing very well. That is alarming. Huge things happen during the show. And like not a lot of people were watching it, talking about it or like it. So this should have been like a whole phase or a movie. It's both too many episodes and not enough episodes. I don't know how you do that, but they always end up doing it. And yeah, it ends like every other fucking show. And She-Hulk even made fun of it. It ends in a big fucking third act CG battle. Like every fucking show, they keep doing the same. It's a, I, I, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Uh, yeah, there's my top level thoughts. Rugs, high level thoughts overall. What happened here? Well, Marvel has done this basically re- painted themselves into a corner. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because... They've done this so many times that like they've already shown their hand. They already you know about the, the, the third act CG battle. You know that a lot of this stuff has no real ramifications in the Marvel Universe. You know that all these things are going to happen <clears throat> and characters aren't going to really progress. Like literally nothing happens in this show. Like no. the scrolls are here yeah. and they're still here. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Like, you There's know, no like, oh, it, Nick Fury's still Nick Fury. He's, you know, right. 
he goes off into space with his wife or something, and that's it, like to go find a planet. And he's got. He was already yeah. up. He was. He was up in space looking for a planet before. He's got to go back because he's got to be there for the Marvels. That's all. Yeah, that's the only yeah. reason he fucked off back to Saber. So nothing happens like in a way where, like. It's going to have any effect on anything, any effect on the characters. But it's kind of stuff, like this like impotent thing. But big stuff does happen. Characters are killed. Major characters are revealed to be not who they were. We don't know for how fucking long. Yeah, Brody, uh, big deal. Yeah, I was just going to say, I mean, stuff does happen, but it's just executed. Like, yeah. they kill Maria Hill. Yes. And Huge. It, no one gives a fuck. I know. Like, they don't do anything. It doesn't even, it doesn't even drive anything. Yeah, he it doesn't he, even change any like Nick Fury, like rugs. Nick Fury is the same guy coming out of it. it if you're going to kill Maria Hill, it should prompt some sort of change in the character. Yeah, absolutely. And well, he's still the same damn guy. This is the at the end of the day. This is what it is. So in the comic books, right? A scroll invasion isn't enough for me to buy a comic book. I could give a fuck about scrolls. Right. But now. When all of the Avengers are scrolls, you needed the heroes to be fucking scrolls. You need Avengers to be in there. Yeah. Now all this shit is happening, and there's no Avengers in are involved. Got War Machine. He was an Avenger. He's the only one. Uh, He's not even. He wasn't even War Machine at all. No, I know. I'm surprised they didn't put the suit on. And and what's what's funny about them doing? So first off, War Machine, Paul uh, Don Cheadle, and it's just, it's just. They don't even commit to that, right? Yeah, so yeah. they have him doing it, but it's not subtle at all. It's so he he by the end he's acting so over the top evil that you'd have to be a fucking moron to not realize that this is this is the this is this is the guy. Yeah, it was obvious like, that he was. Like a they scroll. don't even like, like if you're gonna do the, the whole scroll episode. thing. Yeah, let's let's get some characters in here, right? Let's 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 keep us on our toes, but let's do this in a way that. You don't know which what what's going to happen next. They don't do that here. They fucking paint everything so so obviously that you know right like you they tell you fucking Rhodey is a scroll. They give they they reveal it in a phone call. Yeah. Like, no, but it was obvious. Like everybody called but, it but even then he's before acting, it happened. Yeah, and then afterwards he's acting so not Rhodey. Yeah. That like come on. And then you know they kill Talos. Yeah, there's Talos all this thing does, where they all, yeah. they, 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 there's all this history that Samuel Jackson and Talos have, yeah. and all these things the scrolls did from, but they never really flash back to it. So it's all told history. Not only does and, Talos get killed, Gravik shoots him, and then Fury just leaves him out in the fucking field and drives off, and somehow they get his body back. Like what the fuck happened? Well, that made no sense. And like they, they, it's all this told history. So we have all the all, we're being told, hey, there's a lot of history here. But they they don't show any of it, and they they just waste Talos's death. I don't know what yeah. that did for anything. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like Nick Fury is supposed to be the antagonist or protagonist. protagonist. Excuse me, they, you you don't you don't sympathize with him. No, the guy <laughs> fucked up. They do shit. The guy the guy the guy benefited from the scrolls being there. Uh, now, now we're being told, hey, Nick Fury wasn't actually that cool. He just had scrolls. Yeah, he used helped them, him, right? Yeah, and he's the asshole. Yeah, he left them there. Yeah, and now we're supposed to root for this guy. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. And at the end of the thing, he's like, "Oh, I couldn't 
I couldn't get you that place because there never was a good planet for you or like something like that. Really? Right? It's just like this is the protagonist. <laughs> There's no other planet. What is Captain Marvel what, doing? Come what, on. What what is this? Yeah, yeah, it didn't make sense. I mean, you, you, it's just you, you you had an idea. You have a, a a cool idea. This is an idea that should work. And and you just shit it out. I mean, they they just they they conveyed it out on a factory line, and and that was what you got. And they just kept it so small, yeah. and they just it wouldn't it it doesn't feel real because the actual Marvel universe is this big shared universe. Yep, yep. You can't have something like this go on. Yeah, and be like, oh, and they even mention it. Like, why aren't the heroes here? Why aren't the Avengers? Ah, eh, you know, I don't want to bother them. Yeah, you know, this like, one's personal to me. Yeah. Yeah, come on! Like, come on. <laughs> no one's buying that. I mean, no one. No, it's like, and, and it looks yeah. small. You're right, yeah. rugs. It, it, the show just looked small. It looked cheap, man. For what it is, it's an invasion. Yeah, right. People in government are, you know, that's there's an Avenger that's. T- I mean, come on. I mean, they tell us there's a million scrolls on the planet, many in world governments. This is something you should have been building up to for many years. You can't just all of a sudden throw this out. Makes no I, sense. I did like, um, what's his name? Talos. Talos. Where he's, yeah. where he told, you know, he told various you know, scrolls. He's like, listen, we got to respect. This is a host planet. They're, they're, they're letting us here. Right. You know, we have to like, you know, try and blend it and do what we can to live here because we have no other choice. We can't, we don't have enough people to take on 7 billion people. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I think I was like, well, yeah, like, wh- why not? You're a, you're a million people strong. That's not a lot of people. And yeah. aren't squirrels like stronger than humans and have powers? But like, I'm just saying, like, they could take they they like. There's no pro like. There's no real problem. Yeah. Because first of all, they're living in Chernobyl where humans can't live. See, that, anyway. That's clever. I thought that was clever that they can live. So like, yeah. why not just be like, hey, listen, you want to live in Chernobyl? Like, we'll work with Russia. We'll build you a nice, you can, some yeah. shopping malls. Yeah. You can, you know, we'll put some industry there. There's abandoned you know, nuclear like, plants. There's no, there's, no, there's no reason for them to, like, yeah. do all this. You could be like, hey, they're oh, they can live in, like, in fucking uh, biohazard zones. All right. right, well, fuck it. We can't. You know? We don't live there. We're not using the land. Yeah. Here you go. I, I, completely, I completely agree with you, Rugs. I brought this up a couple of weeks ago, and it, it was confirmed because they didn't do anything with it, or they they didn't expand on it. But there's something missing, right? Like I can understand why they'd be mad, but we need to see why. There needs to be a reason why Gravik wants to kill the fucking world. Yeah. Like right. what? What is motivating him other than a personal he- vendetta against Nick Fury? Because Nick Fury, people. You know, <laughs> Nick Fury was inept, so now he hates everybody. So now, yeah, exactly. Like, that, 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 no one thinks like that. <laughs> well, and gra- like, like, what would be cooler is is that if all of the freaking Skrulls realize that they can only live in nuclear wasteland, so they're like just they, they just go and they like sabotage these fucking nuclear things oh, and make them all yeah, power make them all have fucking implosions and shit and they're like oh we got more property we can now like divvy up right like, and then, I don't and then know. that becomes a crisis right because then they're taking over the nuclear stuff and it's like wait a minute we're putting our nukes in the hands of aliens and we have no idea if they are what their motivations are right so then you can parlay that into what they did at the end which actually was in- interesting is 
now there's this paranoia and people are killing scrolls left and right and there's vigilantism and people are killing scrolls by accident and killing people yeah like now you have something there it should have started where the it ends like all of a sudden right. they he brings up the harvest like gravik's plan keeps changing you don't really know what he's doing he it gets thwarted it goes off and at the very end he's like oh no i want the harvest and we're just hearing about this in the second to last episode this really important thing that has all of their fuckers dna it should have started there with the president Ritson making that speech, and now uh, nobody is safe, and he's got to help them. Th- the, that the would have been interesting. Pl- the Skrulls' plan was to infiltrate everyone, get us to fight each other, and blow each other to smithereens, and then and we then were take gonna, over the planet. Then they were right. going to take over what's left over. They could radiate right. like the nuclear uh, weapons would have radiated the whole planet, and then they right, would have right, been right. fine, right? I guess. Yeah, <laughs> they would have been fine. But then but, I mean. I mean, like the whole thing is like the first episode, they kill thousands of people and gravik has got this whole army behind him. And then at the end, he kills them all. I mean, they th- all this show. Well, this shows. I mean, it was clear the show has been cut and freaking chopped up because at the end, there is no sign of anyone following Gravik anymore. We right. don't even know why they've left him. Yeah. I mean, he kills a couple people. And then are we supposed to believe everyone just left him? And then. Like just, just it's just so fucking cheap. Like what the president does is ridiculous too. Like every yes. open season on scrolls. Oh, oh my god, it's oh, yeah, really, that's it, stupid as well. President Ritson is a fucking idiot. The whole in this whole let's just talk about that finale. It was some of the dumbest shit I've I don't know what happened. Like parts of this show <laughs> were good, and at the end I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? So the the whole fury, you know, meeting grab I'm like, he's just gonna give him the harvest. Meeting Gravik and uh, surprise it's Gaia. Like that was so uh predictable. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Stop there. Yeah. Two two things to right 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 away point yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, three things actually. Yes. One, the conflict this whole mo- series has been Gravik and Fury. Yeah. And, and you end the last episode, and it's not Gravik and Fury; it's Gaia and Fury and uh, Gravik. Okay, f- whatever. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Two. Secondly, yeah. Gaia. Yeah. We'll get into her later, but yeah. Gaia. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> look, like Amelia Clark. It's Amelia, like the. The whole point of like, this is how stupid they are. They're like, well, we can cast Amelia Clark, and she's a hot actress that has been played in a role that she was tough, yeah, and she was a queen, and yeah. she was the fucking. It's believable, right? But yeah. it's like mother no, of dragons. The reason why Game of Thrones worked with her was because she is this little dainty little girl, right? And she's the queen of dragons, yeah. and she's fucking like it's a dichotomy, right? right. They don't, there's none of that subtlety here. No. It's like, oh, we have this little dainty girl, but she was tough in one show, so, <laughs> so she's gonna be tough in this one. It's like she looks like she doesn't look like she could crack a fucking pencil. She it was the same thing in that Terminator movie. Like you didn't buy. Yeah, for you, a you second. just don't understand. Like they don't. People take the these studio execs take the wrong message out of like, oh, she was in this tough role, she can always do it. It's like no, that you don't understand the subtlety of that. Yeah. Thirdly, um, am I supposed to fucking like this is how ch- cheap the show is. Am I supposed to believe that all this DNA is in one vial? How does that work? Yeah. How does that even like? I, that's come on. I didn't understand. Like, what <laughs> you don't, you, you don't have, together? You don't, you don't have like the, the budget they for made a multiple vials. <laughs> you don't have the budget to just say, "Hey, here's a briefcase with all the vials." vials. Yeah. yeah. No, and he puts it in the machine. He's like, ah, "Yep, it's real." Because Where's they the just fun? want they just want like a, a quick solution that's uh, you know 
They don't want it. They're like, oh, this is like nice and neat and everything's in one little thing. Wait, so here's the thing I didn't understand also, right? So Fury's in there and he's pretending to be all weak, blah, blah, blah. And he gives Gravik the harvest. He puts it in. He fires up the machine. Gravik's a super scroll. Oh, surprise. It's not Fury. It's Gaia. Like, that was totally predictable. I saw that fucking coming. And then we'll get to the fight in a second. But what was the plan? The plan was I'm going to give Gravik the harvest and hope he just leaves the planet. And if not, we're just going to hope Gaia can beat Gravik. And and they both, he she kills him. And it's two characters you don't give two fucks about because Gaia like disappeared for half the show. And uh, poor Kingsley Benadir acting his ass off, doing the best he can with some of these lines. Uh, well, but you Gravik really had ki- some potential, but Gaia... He did. Ga- yeah, Gaia is you know, like, I mean, that's a, just a shit character. You did that you not don't, even care about her. No, you have no motivation. And yeah, I mean, to, to that point, the plan. What was the plan? The plan, I, I guess the plan was to give him the harvest and then hope that before Gravik kills Fury in quotation marks, yeah. that he turns on the harvest and just happens to have Fury inside the machine with him. Right. He's also got to be in the machine. They, I mean, they were just banking on his fucking stupidity. Yeah. Of turning the machine on with them, yeah. Like what? What if he just decides to kill him? Yeah, it doesn't make sense <laughs> that he would be in the, in the thing in the first place, right? He he would just just killed him. Um, I did love the little detail where Gravik tells Fury he took the face of the first guy Fury ordered him to kill. Like little connections like that were good, but they were few and far between. So this battle, let's talk about this battle. You see. Oh. All the powers being used. They fucking Captain Marvel out. I put this screenshot in the notes. There's one point oh, where I remember that seeing that uh, Gaia wow. has a tiny little Drax arm and it looks fucking ridiculous. What the fuck is this? Like the CGI was questionable. Oh, look like lady place. lady in the water. Oh, my God. It looks like a little flipper arm on her. What the <laughs> fuck is going on? And like they don't make her big and it's all and she kills him. And now. Are we to believe she this this character that we just met barely is now the most fucking powerful being in yeah. the MCU yeah. and is working yeah. for Sonia Fallsworth? Olivia Coleman, who was great. She had the best lines in the whole show. Yeah, she has Captain Marvel, but so did Gravik, I guess. And he guess he, he died. Yeah. yeah. They both did. They both I they literally made both these two characters the most powerful characters in the MCU because just because they wanted to make scrolls. They wanted to make super scrolls and they gave them these powers and the CGI was not good for a lot of it. And it's two characters with all the powers in the Marvel cinematic universe that they have a very anticlimactic fight. Yeah. I don't understand how he can, she can throw him 20,000 feet into the ground. He gets up, but then she blasts him through the chest and he's fine. And he dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good point. Like, well, a good point. Now you've written yourself into a corner where now the most powerful character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is a character named Gaia that, I don't know, a, a small fraction of, of the Marvel viewing audience has seen ever because no one watched the show. And I guarantee you that uh, ne- Amelia Clark's not coming back know, to do that's it. That's what I was going to say. I guarantee we never see her again. Probably. Oh, shit. Because uh, yeah, I mean, you're going you're gonna you're gonna to have to you're either going to have to think of something. You're going to have to either pull a Star-Lord and take the power off of her, because Star-Lord was a, a Celestial at one point, or you're just going to have to Eternals it and just have the head sticking out of the Earth and ignore it. Yeah. 
So, meanwhile, while they're fighting, the dumbest thing is happening over in the hospital. Ever. Is uh, Sonia convinces Skrull Rhodes to move the president, and he does for some reason. Why wouldn't you just stay in that fucking room? Doesn't make any sense. She takes out all his security, and the real Fury is there, and he's sitting there trying to explain to this idiot president that he's a Skrull, stop the strike, uh, everyone's in pods, and I'm like, just fucking shoot him. Why? Why are you even explaining this? We saw her cut off the finger, shoot him in the leg, shoot him in the leg, cut off a finger. It'll turn into a fucking green thing. That's all you got to do. But you're gonna kill him anyways. Just shoot him. Why are you having this discussion? Yeah, it was dumb. It was dumb. Yeah, didn't make. They any don't sense. stick to their own rules. No. And so uh, that's why I think Harrison Ford is gonna be president in Captain America. This guy's probably gonna get impeached or killed or something. Yeah. And then he makes the press conference and. That part was great, and I wanted to see more of that. Where like there's vigilantes shooting politicians and 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 human people accidentally, and there's mass hysteria, and Shooter McGavin gets shot on on the set from Billy Madison. Remember, Shooter's in this. <laughs> uh, Isn't it great too that the 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 show ends, and he's come down here because it's his mess with the scrolls, and he cares about the scrolls, and he wants to help them, and they're mad at him, and then now it's probably the worst it's ever been for scrolls on earth and leaves. <laughs> he's like you guys can <laughs> handle the fuck this. I'm out of here. that's a good point they're all fucking targets now no alien is safe and he's like i'm fucking off back to space and this is more of his mess yeah and he's like uh he just made it worse but the kree are, are negotiating so i gotta go up there all of a sudden they're fucking kree are now negotiating and his wife is like a great diplomat fucking person whatever we'll get to that in a second here's the other big crazy reveal that's got the whole internet a buzz when they do she kills Gravik, she goes down, and she releases all the people who they took over in the pods, and Everett Ross is there, and the real Rhodey is there. You notice he is wearing a hospital gown. He takes a step off. His legs don't work, and fucking Everett Ross is even asks him. He goes, how long have you been down here? Which is hilarious, because that's what everybody's thinking. Now, first of all, Shouldn't all those people have radiation poisoning? They've been under a fucking power. Where do they pee? Where did they (laughs) pee? They should all have radiation poisoning and be dying. Makes no sense. But are we to believe that Brody has been a Skrull since Civil War, which is the last time we saw him in that hospital gown after Vision shot him down accidentally? I hope not. Uh, I I don't think that's confirmed. I think some of those directors said that, but. That's uh, lame. But he that could would have be been, really bad. But also, he could have been snatched at any, like, it could have been a colonoscopy, a prostate exam. We don't know. It could have been at a later date, just going to get a fucking routine checkup in the gown. That would be really bad if you retconned his role and then had him in Avengers Infinity War and Endgame yeah. not a- as a scroll. That doesn't make any sense. He doesn't and know. And then he's at the deathbed of, yeah. of his best friend. He doesn't and he's know been Tony. A Does he know Tony is dead? I don't know. I was like, what? Yeah, that'd be really bad. What the fuck? <laughs> and then there's a whole bunch of other people down there in those pods. I don't know who those people are, but they're going to free them. You know what I also guarantee? They don't mention any of this in that Marvel's movie. Uh, there'll be no reference to anything that has happened in this show, even though he just came from this show. But a lot of it, I, I feel like I saw this online. Peacemaker did the secret invasion storyline better. I feel like that's a true statement. If you think about it. It was the same thing. Remember yeah. aliens yeah, taking sure. over. It, it just 
crazy to me because this show had two hundred million dollars at six episodes. The last three episodes, I think, were thirty minutes each. I mean, they just Dude, didn't thirty five minutes. They didn't was even the last have episode. anything. Yeah, it was so short. They didn't even like they didn't even have anything worth putting on TV to fill up forty five minutes. This could have been a fucking movie. It should have well, been I a know. movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, pro- I mean, yeah, it could have been anything. It just it was definitely stretched out. Like, like yeah. every episode it was, it was nothing happens and then someone dies at the end. That was every episode. <laughs> That was pretty much. Well, the first yeah. episode, yeah. Uh, Hill dies. Maria Hill, Hill dies, and Fury gets framed. Yeah, right. Then the rest, it's like everybody's on Fury's ass, and then uh, he figures out that he wants the harvest, and then the, it's over. And it's over. Let's talk about this other big revelation: is the fact that Fury was married to a scroll this whole time, and uh, I found their relationship really confusing. I'm not sure. I didn't understand that he wanted to be with her. They shot at each other. She was a double agent. She was working for Gravik. I did. I don't know. I did. That didn't. None of that worked for me. And then he's making out with the scroll at the end. Great. <laughs> but what'd you guys think of that? Did you? Did they have a sincere? Why do you think they did that? I don't know. What was the point of this? To show. Uh, you know what? Go ahead. Well, to show that he has an investment in the scrolls, and then he cares about their plight so much that he married one. I don't know. You know, I, I didn't find it all that. I, this part of the show I thought was somewhat interesting. It's just, I, I just think it's a little um, misplaced because the show is supposed to be this espionage thriller. And then it's also this late, late aged love story between mm-hmm. a man and an alien. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it's just, it doesn't fit with what, the promise of this show was, which was espionage. And now you're telling me now they're like doing these, all these quiet scenes where they're finishing each other's lines. And I don't know. It just felt, it just felt out of place is what to me, how it felt. Well, look, star Lord fucks an alien in that. And we all that's, like that's that. That's true. So, I mean, no, this is a, yeah, I guess I don't it's, know it's a Marvel thing, it just didn't. but like, I, it is weird that it's for this particular character, Nick Fury to do it. Uh, I do feel like that that's a little bit weird. Um, a scroll might not be bad because, you know, she could turn into like whatever you want. You get bored, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good point. You hold up a photo. I'm going to do this tonight. This is what we're doing. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be fun. So there is the, the, the they should have. I that just I didn't I wasn't vibing with this relation. Like it didn't work for me. Like It was confusing. I was like, do they hate each other? Does she want to kill him? I don't know. Why is she working for Gravik? Is she uh, what side is she on? Same, yeah. same thing with Gaia. Like she's Gaia, flip, yeah. she's flip flopping. She's wishy washy. Like what side are you? What are you doing? Yeah, well, why are we supposed to like Gaia? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Wasn't the beginning of the show? She was against her dad, right? And then I'm pretty sure in that first episode or first or second episode, and she helps them. We're following her, yeah. and we think she's going to help them, and then we realize that maybe she wasn't, and three thousand people die. So now. Wait a minute, I'm supposed to like this character? Then, like, oh, how about that? She does help him stop that missile attack, and then Gravik kills her. And then, like, the laziest thing to show you the next episode. Oh, by the way, she she did some extremists. We didn't show you. I was like, come on. Come mm-hmm. on. Why are you doing this? So, like, uh, it, it just, yeah, it was weird. It was weird. Yeah. It was just, it was just not well thought out. I will say, though, no. did anybody like the performances? Again, Olivia Coleman. 
It's fucking Sonia Fallsworth. That line where she's like, they were like, what's your deal, lady? And she was like, I can be your bestie. I could not not be your bestie. She's like, it's like, what do you want? Cake or death? I was like, it's fucking great. Her smile and her like peppy attitude as she's torturing people. I mean, I thought everyone was doing a good job with their some great conversations between Sam Jackson and Don Cheadle and and Talos and Nick Fury. But it, the whole thing doesn't really work. They should have like just called the show old people doing stuff. That's what it and was. Sometimes people who are really too small to be threatening are doing stuff. Yes. Small <laughs> people and old people. Yeah. What happened? Uh, I mean, it's just it's just what they've been doing, and this is just turned up to eleven the wrong way. Is this every Marvel show lately has an interesting premise, but they just don't they don't commit to it. So it's it's very safe within that premise. It's Marvelly, and then also that premise, and then they go through you know an interesting premise, a boring middle act. And then they rushed the finale and they did the same thing here. And they did a finale again that is in line with what Marvel does, which is a big CGI battle. And, and just none of it works because none of that, none of that connects to each other. I mean, She-Hulk literally made fun of this exact thing just in the last episode of her series. Right. She was like, oh, you're going to steal my power, my blood, get superpowers. Is that what we're doing, writers? They fucking do that here. Like, I don't understand <laughs> why they don't see that they keep doing the same shit over and over again. Yeah, right. It's just, it's just bad. It's just, it's just, it's literally like I'm watching this and I, I thought to myself, my God, I, I'm good things just don't last forever. We're, we're seeing the downfall. I, we've been we're experiencing it now. It's just hit yeah. me that we're seeing the downfall yeah, of, it's, of it's, Marvel and we're seeing the downfall of, of, modern superheroes on TV. Like I mean, on- I don't want to admit it, but I'm going to have to start admitting it. Even me. I'm going to have to start to, to... I need to see a therapist about this. This is, <laughs> this is getting bad. Okay. Before, look, before we rate it... Imran, yeah. first of all, everything has its time. I know, but yeah. like, man... Number two is we've been... This is since 2008. Yeah. We've been doing the MCU, and we've been doing uh, superheroes at this level since like you know, the nineties. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it's had, it's a, a had long its peak, run. it's plateaus. And this is why, uh, you know, I'm enjoying, we're pivoting to action movies here and there. It's definitely needed because what the fuck is happening here? Uh, before we rated and rank it rugs, we did not, you were away. We did not get your thoughts on the opening sequence that it was generated by AI that made the internet really mad for a hot second. And then like, nobody was talking about it afterwards. Do you have any? Because no one watches the show. Because nobody watches the show. But what did you think of the opening credits? And was it right for them to use this tool, which is AI image generation? It looks like shit. And I mean. uh, Maybe it's supposed to. (laughs) Yeah, it looks like shit. Uh, You could have hired some real people. If you're going to make it look like shit, you might as well just give regular people money. I mean, but you really don't care that much. I feel like it was in line thematically with the show and the shape shifting and 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 there was some fun cubist. But it was looks. obviously like AI. Like I, yeah. I saw that right away. I'm like, this looks like AI. Yeah, it was like mid journey version two or three before they got. No, it even right. looked like Dolly. Like it was or even worse. Yeah, it's where the face. But I but I think it was purposeful and 
you know, you still have art directors and people putting it together and stuff and they're using it as a tool. I don't know. I didn't think it was uh, that bad. It makes sense. Whatever. If we start uh, giving way to this shit and it's not coming. caring that it's... Uh, look, if, whether you like it or not, you got a comment that you can tell, at least. Did you see that story where James Cameron talking about AI? He was like, I told you in 1984, motherfuckers. When I made the Terminator, well, he- I told you it was coming. He was right. <laughs> well, He was right. Okay. <laughs> Final thoughts, Anthony. Let's rate it, rank it. Here are the the nine, in case you forgot, the nine television shows are WandaVision, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, Hawkeye, Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, Secret Invasion. Um, I'll say this again. They really, the TV shows are, just need to stop. I mean, there and it's it's not going to get any. I I just I've been burned so many times on these TV shows. Loki looks fine; it might be all right. Other than that, though, I mean, you got Echo. No one gives a oh, fuck yeah. about that. Yeah, That's yeah. I, I just don't understand how you even greenlight that show. Yeah. Agatha Chaos, Coven of Chaos, or whatever the fuck it's called. Same shit. Don't know why that show's happening. Daredevil, eighteen episodes. Ironheart. They're going to do Ironheart. Fuck Ironheart. uh, (laughs) Ironheart, uh, a a character that uh, no one was probably the weakest part of that movie. Does that character even exist? Where it does. Where (laughs) is it real? (laughs) I mean, that character. Oh, so like and then you have Daredevil 18. I don't trust them at all to do 18 episodes of Daredevil. Mm. So, you know, we're we're in a rough spot with these TV shows. They just if. Hopefully Bob Iger's like just enough's enough. We're not we're we're done bleeding with this shit. I mean that seems um, to be what he's saying is we're gonna cut back. Yeah, well the thing is too is they're gonna cut back, but then they're gonna release these shows with less of a budget and they already don't know what they're doing with two hundred million dollars. So it's just another thing. At least Daredevil is not six episodes, it's eighteen episodes. And I saw somewhere they're gonna use it like two nine episode arcs is how they're gonna deal with it. So interesting. It's a little bit more. Okay. Well, I don't anyways, uh, as far as where the show rating and ranking it, I would give it a solid 4.5 oh, out of 10. Shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, I think way back I ranked She-Hulk 7 or 6, yeah. I might have ranked yeah. because of that finale. But then upon time and thought process, um, She-Hulk is a shit show. <laughs> uh, so what's worse? I don't know. <laughs> I, I think... I think She-Hulk is a little bit worse because mm. it actually has writers that are like this show has writers that are um like just like lazy. It's just fucking lazy. Yeah. Where She-Hulk has writers that are just incompetent. I mean, you have you have the main protagonist telling Bruce Banner in the first episode that she can control her powers because she's like talking down to him because she's just a woman. I do it every day, like in the bar. I do this every day, like and the you're talking room. to someone that like helps save the world, and she's like, "I'm so much better than you because I do this." Every-. Like it's just, it's just the wrong way to write a character. Um, and then you end the episode, end it with like this whole yeah you know, uh, meta finale, but then she just ends it like it's just like okay, like I don't want my story to be like this, so I'm just gonna end it, and it just goes, okay, so what the hell was the point of this all? Like. <laughs> So I think I think She Hulk's actually like written by morons, where this show is just oh just spit out in like a factory. So I'm gonna give this like second to last. Oh because shit! Okay. Upon further review, I think She Hulk was actually um, a worse show, and and like stupid people wrote that. 
and and almost not as dumb as some dumb people wrote this too, but maybe they were just uh, I don't know. I mean, can, it's just it's, it, we're, we're, I'm arguing semantics. They're both bad shows, and this is near the bottom. I mean, can we blame COVID for any of this? I don't even know at this point. I don't know. COVID? I, I don't yeah. know. Did COVID infect their brains? I don't, I don't <laughs> maybe know. Maybe that's what it's long COVID. Rugs, what are you going to give it? Give me a number. Where are you putting this one? Um, I think that it's a five. Um, not great. It is uh, barely average. Um, I, it has like decent acting and whatever. Just the writing's all over the place and it's not very compelling. Um, yeah, I would say that uh, it's close to the bottom. Uh, I would put She-Hulk underneath this, just like Anthony said. And um, I would still keep Loki and WandaVision towards the top and Moon Knight probably in the top three. Yeah. And then Miss Marvel and then the rest of them just are all I kind of like bad. Okay. So. Okay. Um, yeah, for me, it's going to be floppy jock. Floppy jug. I was, I'm thinking like a 5.56. It is towards the bottom. Thinking about that ending of Shield again, I did. I thought that show started strong and ended strong. I did enjoy the meta ness at the end, but it, then it's also ridiculous they made Daredevil do the walk of shame. Like he would never do that. He would just swing the fuck off. What are you doing walking down the street? And then he had Scar just shoved in there. Hulk's like, oh, I got a son. Here at the barbecue. Well, and then you had her looking like a Sims character and it's just her character. Tatiana Maslany is a good actress, but they—I mean, she had nothing. Like they made her so in, unlikable. Yeah, it was inconsistent. She's yelling at Bruce Banner, who saved the world, that she doesn't have to listen to him. I mean, it's because a, she's a girl. It's families. Like, you know how the families. You know that's what happens. I don't. Know. Yeah, but uh, so it's it, not the way to endear yeah. yourself to the audience. You take a beloved character and go, "Hey, by the way, this beloved character, we got a new character that hates him." <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I just thought it was. I just thought the whole plot of the show was stupid. I, yeah, I, that's all. Well, this so secret invasion. I got. I gotta put it at the bottom. It is surprising the wasted potential. It is surprising they didn't think this out. It is surprising they haven't figured out fucking episodic television after nine times going up trying to do this thing again. The best for me is WandaVision, Miss Marvel, Loki's great. I like Moon Knight, and then like the rest of them are kind of like all the same kind of. They're all just. Okay, I don't know. I mean, even the shows you like, yeah, Miss Marvel and yeah. and Moon Knight, they both go off the rails. Yeah, by the end, yeah, they, by the end, they both end in ways where you're just going, like, what? They can't. They haven't figured out. I mean, end Moon Knight ends. In, Moon Knight's climactic battle ends with him blacking out, and you don't even see it. Right. But there's a big kaiju battle, but again, another big Miss Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Miss Marvel ends with. How did that end? Um, do you even know how it ends? I forgot. <laughs> like, do you remember? I forgot. Then yeah, the exactly. mother turn into something, and then yeah, the yeah, mother like they they're like oh, some sort of shit. Pakistan. mother, that's right, was bad. And then and then he's like fighting. She's fighting Kamran, but like it's just they don't they just oh, they but don't she really know what they're doing. Yeah, <laughs> they don't they, they don't know they, they don't they don't know how to write TV. No, they don't. No, they still haven't figured it out. It, what and a lot of this too. Ruggs has probably said this in the past, but a lot of this is really just because they're making. They're create. They're putting stuff out there without any actually idea of they're, they're, the idea isn't driving it. It's the IP that's driving it. Yeah, they're doing it backwards. So they're they're releasing. They're like, oh, Secret Invasion, oh, Miss Marvel, oh, Moon Knight. Like these are all cool storylines or people, 
but they don't have anything behind it that actually is like inspired to do this. It's just like they're putting the idea out there and then making the writer write around the idea. Well, the other thing I heard was the only two mandates Marvel gave the director and the show was one, Nick Fury's got to get to back on Saber by the end of it. And two, maybe Rhodes' uh, legs don't work when he comes out of that pot is basically the two things Marvel wanted. So oh. whatever that's worth. I well, don't I mean, you can certainly write around that. Yeah. So then they're just hiring incompetent writers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how. how I don't know how. I don't know. There's, there's something about. There was good dialogue. There was bits of like really good dialogue. Look, I, I'll give the show a compliment and I and. uh Marvel went off the rails a lot with this comedy shit, and this was very taken very seriously. Right. Mm-hmm. And I like that. Yeah, that, that, and, was, that but, was that was a highlight. But um, there's a difference between doing it seriously and maybe being boring. Yeah, and doing it like Andor. Yeah, where the tension is there, and you and it's compelling, and you're like, oh shit, like. Oh my god! Like there's so much going on. These pieces are like falling into place. That's when you get twelve like, episodes, though. You need fucking more episodes. I don't think you need that many episodes. I just think you need a good idea, and you don't. They wasted a lot of time spinning their wheels well, I, with and stuff I, that we already got the point. We could move on. I don't to understand else. why they know there's six episodes. Why they don't speed up the fucking pacing of these shows? Like it. I don't get it. Like more, you have six episodes. Like if you can make shit has to happen. How many, how how much screen time was the entire show? If you added it all, it's probably maybe five hours, maybe five and a half. We'll get the fuck out of here. Not five hours. You think less? The the last three episodes were probably 30 minutes. So there wasn't a full hour long episode. There was like probably had less than four hours. You could have made this could have been a movie. You could have done this. in Yeah. So you could make, you could tell, let's say you had two movies, right? Two movies worth. You you could do a part one, part two, compelling story like we we've just seen like uh, Mission Impossible. That's a two parter. That's like a three hour uh, uh, first part. Right. Mm-hmm. Like a lot happened in that movie. Oh my god! So they could have got to the <laughs> harvest, Gravic, all that bullshit by like episode three, and then the second half could have been dealing with that fallout. That would have been something. But yeah, nothing just seems urgent. No, or, there was no sense no. of urgency the entire right. time. Even, even though it's the end of the, wor- end yes. of the world. <laughs> no sense of urgency. Okay. It, it really should have been, you're right, Imran. It really should have been what they ended with. Yeah, it should have started was, there. Which was these scrolls have been on Earth and now they're being hunted. And now Fury has to come back because it's partly his mess. Maybe a couple of them have super scroll powers and you got to deal with them. Not everybody, but that I don't know. It could have been started there. Okay, maybe somebody liked it. Let's do some news from the nation. Find out what the listeners thought. <laughs> it's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. <laughs> it stinks. It stinks. It stinks. It's a flapper. Okay, it's because I'm sweaty. <laughs> Like I feel that Jamie Robinson, <laughs> uh, Mr. Throwback Thursday from the Mr. Throwback Thursday podcast comments. Spoilers. It sucked. 
He said, so I have just finished hate watching Secret Invasion. The, f- the <laughs> final episode was the best. Well, because it meant that it was over. I'd rather watch Thor the Dark World and Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance as a double feature before watching this schlock again. Wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. Blake Braden uh, says, sucked. First episode, Skrulls are looking for a home. Last episode, Skrulls still looking for a home. Was there any progress made from episodes one through six? If the goal was to make your main protagonist feel like the major villain, they did that, and that's all they did. Well, very, very good points, my friend. Wow. Wow. Okay. Jess Rivera just posted uh, the It Stinks GIF from this guy. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. John Lovett's, uh, you know, creator, critic character. Hamad Akbar Khan says, good idea, pathetic execution. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. handled a similar story like this in a much better way. Ouch. I liked Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Dude, that show had some uh, highlights. Uh, John Campbell simply posted a poop uh, gif uh, for his comments. Uh, Marcus Savita says, it really was bad. They ruined Nick Fury. Sam Jackson deserved a lot better. Uh, Ron Hans says the only good thing about this was that Bob Iger said they were going to slow down on Disney plus Marvel content. They are doing nothing but watering down the brand. The shows were a good idea in theory, but the execution has been piss poor with these last few. He's absolutely right there. And what they're doing is they're really like fucking the brand because they're hurting now, the brand like DC does because now they're making Marvel used to be appointment television. Yeah. Appointment in terms of the movies. Yeah. And now, by doing this, you're you're watering your the the TV shows aren't appointment viewing, and then the TV shows are roping into the movies. So now the casual fan has to go back and look at the TV shows to understand what's happening in the movies. And no one is watching the fucking TV show. You're just fucking things right now. Let's not forget in in two years they remember they put out fucking eighteen things. Well, think about it like this too. Think about the next movie that's coming out. It's yeah, the Marvels. Yeah, yeah. It is a sequel to. The, Captain Marvel. Right. Infinity War. Yeah. WandaVision. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this show. Maybe. Secret Invasion. Yes. Miss Marvel. Oh, God, you're right. I mean, so if what are you, what oh are you doing? God. Like, it's, it's, it's a, you have to you have to Holy watch shit. all of those. Yeah, things. yeah. If a person just coming into this, they'd have to watch WandaVision, Miss Marvel, all those Secret things. Invasion. Secret Invasion, Captain Marvel. They, I mean, in the Avengers movies. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. Yeah, in like, uh, what was it, 2020, 2021, they put out combined, like, I think it was like 50, 60 hours of content. 18 fucking things. And I'm all for more, but that's too much, and it's not Miss, Miss Marvel and Secret Invasion are the two lowest watched things. Yeah. And they're big parts of this upcoming movie. Yeah, I mean, her whole family's in that movie. Do they have to reset and explain all of this? It's, uh, it's going to be interesting. Okay, Jason uh, Moomert, Dutch. Remember Dutch? Uh, he says, I'm torn as to when Rhodey was swapped. He's referencing 80s and 90s time travel movies in Endgame. He also can't walk after saying canopy, canopy, canopy. It had to be after Endgame. Yeah, you know what? I don't think Marvel knows when Rhodey was swapped. Like, I don't think they have an answer. Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> they have no idea. It's clear. No. They would have made it clear right. yeah. if they really gave they, me shit. They, they just want to fuck with us, and they did this on purpose. I'm convinced. Well, they just don't know. Uh, They're just dumb. Jose Ibarra uh, has a great comment. He says, if my thoughts of this show had a sound, it would be the fart noises Rugboy makes for news from the nation. Not even a funny <laughs> fart, though. 
The show was like risking a 50-50 fart in the middle of Costco. Basically, you don't know if you just shit your pants in public. What seemed like a good idea at the time becomes an uncomfortable ordeal. Ultimately, we can move on with unstained underwear and an ounce of dignity left, but it was not an enjoyable experience at all. That's the show. Wow. Holy wow, he really shit. reads into my life. That's amazing. That's well said. I feel like he knows me. Anyhow. <laughs> well said. Uh, Robbie Spliff Dog Maze says, I'm a giant MCU fan who still likes some of the movies people don't love, but I do feel like most of the shows are underwhelming. My question to the group, is anybody feel like Born Again will be good after watching all this stuff? No, I know no. it's more episodes, but more episodes of what? They can't screw up Daredevil. You got fucking D'Onofrio. Oh, just watch Marvel do it. <laughs> Charlie Cox, take him out of that ugly yellow costume, put him back in the red. Echo, oh, yeah. just, I mean, just watch. I mean, they, they made they made that guy walk through the walk of shame. Really, Daredevil, it's not do the walk of shame. Uh, how can it even compete with the darkness of the Netflix shows? I, uh, I don't know. I'm fifty fifty on this now. But look what they're doing. Even their longtime fucking fan base that will uh, excuse almost anything is starting to have problems. <laughs> starting to get frustrated. even Imran, even me. I'm even like, Imran. oh fucking hell. What is how I'm looking over at DC like what are you guys doing? Come on. Well, thanks for catching up, Imran. Sorry, it took <laughs> me a while. It, it just had to be hammered into my head and fucking See if you hate everything, eventually badly. everybody will hate stuff too. Guard- so that, Guardians, just, Guardians 3. That's how you be out of the game. Guardians 3 was fun. That was a good thing they put out recently. I feel sure. like one of the yeah, better no, things. Guardians 3 was good. What I mean, the- there, there's still some stuff. It's just they're really screwing themselves with all this. Yeah, so we got Loki season two in October, and then I don't know what if season two and all those other shows. But we'll see what if they even come out, what they're going to do. Uh, okay, let's get into some. What are we watching? Rugs. Where do you want to start? You saw Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. I did. Oh, so shit. before I get into the Dead Reckoning, yeah. I was listening to uh, a great podcast. We hate movies, and they did Mission Impossible to John Woo. Uh. It fucking was hilarious. Great time listening to that. Uh, some good tidbits on that. If evidently there's like a 40 extra minutes that they cut out of that movie. And I want to see oh, it. God. I want to see the woo cut of Mission Impossible 2. Because uh, it, it is a great movie. But I want to know what the fuck they cut out. More flipping um, and spinning. Uh, I don't know. But I want to see all of it. I'm there for all of whatever fucking Tom Cruise is doing in that. <laughs> The funny thing is that uh, they pointed out that in the first Mission Impossible, Tom Cruise doesn't even fire a gun. Oh, really? Or, yeah. Or do anything like that. He's doing strictly espionage. And, uh, yeah. And then by the time John Woo step, steps in, it's like, yeah, we're going to just do like hard target with Tom yeah, Cruise. Yeah, all of a sudden he's doing spin kicks. <laughs> and he's flipping and shooting Don't in the air. Don't they have him just climbing a, a side of a cliff? That's how fun. it starts. Yeah. Yeah. I love that movie. I, I, you know what? Everybody hates that movie, but I fucking love it because it's a John Woo movie and it's unapologetically <laughs> a John Woo movie. <laughs> and it's great. Um, yeah, so I saw Dead Reckoning today. Oh, shit. What'd you think? I fucking loved it. <laughs> I never say loved this. it. I never say that line. Oh, That's a Tony that. line. Wow. But I was in the theater. I was awesome. grinning ear to ear. My, my pulse was racing. That last sequence on the train, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and like, there was just the music. Mm-hmm. When Tom Cruise gets into that run and they play that music. Oh my God. I felt like, like, like blood flow on my dick. Like I was like <laughs> loving it. Get so, uh, I, I, I love mission impossible. I love 
this this whole franchise. I think that um, Tom Cruise for a 60 year old man still can fucking bring home the bacon every time. And um, yeah, this the story wasn't anything like crazy. It's like, you know, it's a typical like Very topical MacGuffin topical. though. It's a, it's a MacGuffin yeah. and there's like, yeah, it's topical and um, there's it's MacGuffin play. But do you feel like there's real stakes? Because now we starting to understand what AI is doing yeah. and the, the story revolves around AI. But um, yeah, I'm fucking down for this. I like it. <laughs> Question number one. Where would you rank it? Is this the best better than Fallout? I wait, wait, I, I ranking. I just have to say this before I even go there. Haley Atwell is fucking looking hot as She's hell. Great. Oh, my God. Oh, She's yeah. great. Yeah. I don't know. Great chemistry. Like when she was that. What was she in the Marvel TV show? Yeah. She was agent. Peggy whatever. Carter. Agent Carter. Yeah. Yeah. She looked a little frumpy. Well, here she looks like she looks like a Bond girl. I mean, almost. it was in the was 40s. Great. Also, they had to dress her like 40s. Right. But yeah, she great chemistry with Tom Cruise. Very sexy. Yeah. Yeah, very very nice acting, and, and you know it was coming off the screen. It was it was great. Now ranking them, um, I don't know. I I like them all. Like the one I like the least is number three. But that's got Philip Seymour Hoffman, who is so good as the bad guy. Yes, he's great. But listen, they're all good. Yeah. That's the point. That none of them suck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the first one is a De Palma film. Yeah. It's got fucking Dutch angles. It's fucking got amazing cinematography. That. The silhouettes yeah. in that yeah. in that movie where the whole it's like this nighttime scene and there's these black silhouettes because they're wearing dark. Coat. It's like so fucking amazing. It's like his Hitchcock. Yeah, it's like Hitchcock or Orson Welles or some shit, right? Yeah. 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 So like it. But the, the first movie is not the same as like then John Woo comes in and does the complete opposite, makes it a fucking yeah. Hong Kong action film. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the third one, they're like, all right, let's kind of freaking like let's let's figure out what the fuck this is. Yeah. And then J.J. Abrams kind of makes this like boilerplate, like w- like what you think of as a Mission Impossible movie, right. or or like even like a, like a, a he took a little Born Identity, a little bit of fucking Casino Royale, yeah. rolled it all together, and then Brad Bird came in and he was okay. So like they're all good. I feel like the 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 last few have been the most consistently good, right? So that like. When you're creating like a, a franchise that's consistent and you know what you're you're getting and you're getting that same level of excitement each time. I feel like that's a huge accomplishment. Yeah, I mean, because it delivers exactly what it said it's going to deliver. Right. Oh, yeah. And it does. It, I think they're, you know, uh, the music practical and, effects, all that shit. Yeah. Okay. I feel like that he was actually kind of trying to. A blend a little bit more of that like a De Palma yeah no there was flavor there was into it there was a lot of Dutch Dutch angles in Dead Reckoning callbacks to the first movie absolutely so um it is that train sequence yeah, they, yeah. there was a train yep. in the first yep. one that's what it reminded me of and there was a little bit of that like ducking under shit yeah. you know yeah. like like in speed <laughs> yeah the speed tunnel yeah yeah so yeah like I fucking love them this movie I think it was oh, yeah. great I I was a good time yeah. It's not the best movie ever made, but I think that for this kind of movie, it's it's doing it at at, at top tier. Yeah, nobody so, else is doing this shit that he's doing, right? Nobody's jumping like off Casino clips. Royale is one of my other favorite fucking movies. Yeah. Uh, like is James that James Bond movie is just fucking amazing. Yeah. I love it. It's so stylish and so great. But and um, but you know James James Bond movies are all over the place. Like 
the next one is okay and the next one's cartoony mm. the other one then they start getting ridiculous and they make no sense and so like this has been consistently good Absolutely. It, it hasn't it hasn't fall it's gotten like it's hit its stride and i think that they're going to go off into the sunset hopefully if this next movie is bad i'll be surprised do you think they kill ethan hunt in the next one i don't know but i mean they got a couple of characters that could young people that I'm thinking maybe maybe will get drafted into the IMF. Well, what's her name? That young dude. That young dude seems to be like I like him. He's kind of cool. Haley Atwell's gonna be. She's gonna be. Well, Haley's gonna, gonna go in, but I think yeah. that I think those other two dudes that were like working for the government that now like told uh, Kittress to go fuck himself. Oh, those two guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, think yeah. one of maybe one of those two guys yeah. might be the next members uh and then the other question anthony we forgot to discuss this in our review would this have yes. made the 20th century action movie tournament and if so how far do you think it would have went like oh, should question. we have put this in instead of rogue nation should have been fallout i like this better than rogue nation i'll just so it might it should have been maybe fallout and dead reckoning would have been in i think fallout's a better movie but this dead reckoning as we discussed i had such a blast watching that movie it it was just everything Rug said. Yeah. So I, I don't know how far it would have gone, but it's just such a fun, tense, thrilling movie. Yeah. He, yeah. I, mean, I, I hope it, hopefully it makes it makes a, it kind of struggling at the box office. Hopefully it makes enough money. But yeah, that's, I think they're doing Dead Reckoning too. So it doesn't yeah, matter. yeah. If if you haven't, if you're sitting and listening to this podcast and you're like, ah, wait for it. Don't wait. Go no. see it on a big screen. Yeah. Bring your friends fucking go well it lost a lot Trust of screens me. to barbie and oppenheimer is the other doesn't one. matter but find you it can, go you, see it it's it's still out there yes, definitely should be seen in the theater okay uh, uh anthony you watch anything uh i've still been watching a lot of the critical drinker uh-huh he's I, i've been now watching his where he fixes things so I, I found that to be very amusing he's fixed uh Miss Marvel. I gotta fix fix. And how do you fix these things? How does he fix these things? Oh, you have to watch. He (laughs) talks about how he's how uh, what what he'd write instead. It's actually pretty good. Okay. Um, And then I watched. uh, I haven't watched any movies, but I watched uh, Paul Rosalie on the Joe Rogan podcast. I sat down and watched a three-hour podcast with these two, and uh, he's this guy that goes to the Amazon, is trying to conserve the Amazon, and like will live there for long periods of time. And it was just really interesting learning about what the Amazon is and what's happening out there and uh, all the freaking crazy animals are in the amazon it was just an interesting watch how's rogan's show still the same still the same guy yeah it's crazy still 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 out there talking to people about all sorts of shit yeah he doesn't seem to be as high profile as before i'm sure he's still getting millions of downloads though oh definitely but like i think because he's not on youtube anymore so i mean he's only doing the clips so he limited himself to just Spotify, so I think uh, you, just, so you there's watched, not as much proliferation. You watched it on the Spotify app I, on your computer? On the TV. I oh, streamed the, TV. the oh, app nice, nice. to my TV, nice. and they have video on Spotify, yeah, so yeah. you can just watch him yeah. doing the pod. That's I can't. Great. If I'm at home, I can't just listen to a pod. I'll have to watch it, yeah. or I'm not listen, or I'm not going to listen. Well, but that's a Pods great. are meant for me in the car only, if I'm going to listen. I mean, and the video aspect's nice, and it's a great way, great way to just throw it up there and have it running. Right. And you can check it out. Okay. Right. Okay. I That's saw a it. couple of things, a couple of fun things. A couple of two things. A couple two things. things. I, uh, after John Bellotti's uh, recommendation, I did catch Police Story 2. Oh, I have to watch that. With Jackie Chan. And then I believe the third movie is now going to be in our uh, thing, right? 
in our Super uh, Cop, decades yeah. in our decades yeah. tournament, which is Super Cop Police Story three, but two is a lot of fun. There's a lot of great fucking fight scenes. There's a great scene in uh, the playground. Uh, there's, I think he mentioned he fights this like mute guy in the warehouse at the end, and it's great because the guy plays off like he's very like he's he's harmless and helpless, and then just fucking kicks Jackie Chan's ass. This guy's a fucking badass. Couple of good big explosions. I feel bad for his girlfriend May. She gets fucking the shit end of everything in all of these movies. Yeah. So there's more of that kind of humor with May and misunderstandings. And even the actress, I think, was that Maggie Chung plays May? She, uh, the bloopers at the end, like a lot of people got hit in the head. They, she had a fucking head wound where blood, there was blood coming off at this one Yeah, step. wow. People kept fucking knocking there. There's a lot of shots of people with fucking head wounds in this. Uh, but I, I like the first one better. I don't know. This one was fun, though. It picks up right where the first one ends with this, uh, Chew and them reprimanding him for what happened, uh, in the first movie. Yeah, the reason why Super Cop is kind of like my, I, I like um, all the police stories, is that it's got Michelle Yeoh's big, oh, uh, like, coming oh. out party. Like, this is where, like, I mean, she was always in the scene, but this is like she was in a big movie with Jackie Chan yeah. side by side yeah. and doing her own stunts. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, mm. yeah, it was pretty Is that crazy. the best one, you think, out of all of them? No, I don't think it's the best okay. one, but I just think it's it's special because Michelle Yeoh's in it. And she actually steals a little bit of Jackie's thunder in this. So, it's not as much of Jackie Chan's more really? than both of them. Yeah, Ooh, that's the, my next take. Real quick, we weren't here when we reviewed the first movie. What are your uh, oh, yeah. thoughts on we, that we one? Were, no, he he wasn't here. He we was, were here. We were here? Oh, we were yeah. here. What, police story? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, shit. The fucking, that thing is crazy. He's hanging off the fucking bus that's with an umbrella. Yeah. And he, yeah, that shit is crazy. I mean, that movie is nuts. Yeah, that's great. Um, He's that the, the mall where he fucking goes down the, the fucking slide, thing and with, burns his hands. his hands. He yeah. burns his hands. Great. Yeah, it's very memorable. Like I, yeah, he was going for it, man. He was really like didn't give a fuck. He, I think he fell. Like he almost killed himself on the fucking yeah, stunt, falling from the yeah. fucking pole. But that's like every movie. He almost dies. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Yeah, saying Jackie Chan almost killed himself is like saying the the sun rose today. Like, I mean, yeah, again, he does. He's doing it before fucking Tom Cruise. He was running like a was badass. Was that the one where they, they drove the car through the top of the buildings and everybody copies that shot too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. where the cars go straight down through all the like shacks yeah. down the hill. And fucking, that's, that's all real. That shit is crazy. He's in the car. The it's fuck nuts. is going on? Yeah. Do you ever, did you ever see the Jackie Chan movie Thunderbolt? No. There's no karate in that. There's maybe one fight scene. Really? In, but it's him. He's, it's him. He's a uh, race car driver. And he gets fucked with by some like gang. And there's like a there's like a street race where he's like in a chase with a car. That's fucking incredible. Oh, yeah. So it's not a karate movie. Wow, but there's it's a good not, car chase I mean, scene. Actually, it's not like a martial arts film. It's uh, I always oh. call it karate, even though it's not karate. Um, it's martial arts. film. It's not a martial arts film at more as a, a driving film, which is pretty crazy. Wow. And yeah, yeah, he's done. I feel like he does some driving and stunt driving in, in his movies, too. When, yes, he does. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. All right. I'm, ex- I'm excited to see the Super Cop. And then the other thing I checked out was on the cock, uh, the Twisted Metal show. 
Remember that was coming I've heard, out? I've heard good things about I, it. So it's 10 episodes, half hour episodes, a real easy watch. I watched the whole fucking show. Oh, I watched shit. the whole season because I started it and I was like, I'm just going to keep going. This is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. It is violent. It's funny. It's irreverent. Doesn't take itself too seriously. Anthony Mackie, actually pretty good at the comedy. Uh, you have Stephanie Beatrice, who's in uh, that uh, cop show. What's that show? Nine, not 911. Uh, I forget what it's called. Uh, she's great. And the fucking clown, Sweet Tooth. There, you know, there's a comic book and a TV show called Sweet Tooth. They got a character in here, a psychotic dude who wears a clown mask called Sweet Tooth right out of the game, driving an ice cream truck. He's fucking great. And it's it's kind of like the if The Boys was like a half hour violent comedy action show. <laughs> like, it was good. I had a good time. I got sucked in. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I mean, it it has, you know, they gave him a very simple plot. He's got a he's a delivery man. He's got to drive from one side of the country to the other and back. And all this shit happens. Kind of like Mad Max Fury Road. But oh, wow. characters are good. A lot of great uh, guest cast popping up here and there. I've heard good things, so I might check it out. Thomas Hayden might... Church, pretty good. Uh, oh, fuck. Will Arnett played. He, he didn't play him. He voiced Sweet Tooth. The guy playing Sweet Tooth was huge. That's no, oh, wow. Then Nev Campbell's in it. Chloe Feynman from Saturday Night Live. Good show uh, and quick, easy, fast watch. You want to know one more thing I want to mention that I watched recently? Yes. And I'll mention because Godzilla is in it. Okay. Uh, one Crazy Summer with John Cusack and Demi Moore. Oh, my God. When did that come you out? You ever watch that movie? No. When? You never see this movie? Is that? It's a terrible movie. 1986. Terrible 80s movie. Oh, my God. It's a terrible 80s movie where. Uh, John Cusack is an artist, right? And he goes with his friend to Nantucket. This. Yeah, he goes with he goes with his friend to Nantucket for the summer, but to think about what he wants to do with his future, he has to come up with a theme for his college uh, application or whatever his thesis. It doesn't make any sense, <laughs> anyhow. So he gets embroiled in this whole thing with this rich family in Nantucket that wants to take over like this house that Demi Moore's inherits. And so he like it's like a war of like it's like him versus these rich people and they're they it all it all like uh, comes up to this they have to do this like regatta this race right so and if they have to beat them at this regatta if they do they have like a bet like they'll get all their shit that they want and they leave them alone so um anyway the rich guy he for some reason is ha- he builds this model of like this resort that he's going to build on the land he's going to take from Demi Moore. Yeah. And it's all these little buildings. Yeah. And Bobcat Goldthwait is in yes, it. Yes, Bobcat's the best. And uh, for some reason, outside of this uh, uh, occasion, there's a uh, there is a truck parked out that's a costume full of costumes. Uh-huh. And he comes out in a Godzilla costume. Okay. And someone throws a cigar and it lands inside the costume oh, no. and it starts making smoke coming out of his mouth. <laughs> And so now he's on fire inside the suit and he runs and he tramples over this model. And it's kind of funny. I mean, it but sounds uh, like your typical Cusack 80s movie, right? Yeah, it's terrible. And I watched it and I enjoyed it. It made no sense. It was terribly written. Everything about this movie is stupid. And I still liked it. <laughs> it's a, I mean, so they don't go. make movies like this anymore. It was the Maybe 80s. it was nostalgia because yeah. it was terrible. But like <laughs> I, I watched every I watched the shit out of that movie. It's there a good, go. bad 80s movie. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I love those. Yeah. Those are always a good time. All right. That's it for this week. Rugs, where can the listener find you? 
You can find me on X. Dude, on my phone <laughs> now, it just says X for the name of the app That's right. now. It's weird. And then there's just an X. What the fuck? Yes. You can find me on X at Really Rug Boy. Some weird porn site. X. Uh, X. <laughs> links. Although it still says Twitter, I think. Is it going to be X.com at some point? The URL is still Twitter. Uh, whatever, Elon. Yeah, fuck that bird. I like the X better. Yeah. I feel like I'm doing something Oh, you bad. don't like the bird either. All right, fuck the bird. I'll give you the bird. Uh, anyways, links. Check out the show notes in the episode description. Links to Rugboy's Twitter and all our social media and all other fun stuff. Most important thing, listeners, share the show. Spread it around to your friends. Thank you for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. We will peep you next time. I really don't give a shit. Yeah, see?